grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. Well, I've been very busy. I've just come back from Wales. I've just sat down and pressed record. Hey, Rach. And I'm Tiny Tim this week because I'm ill. <laughs> oh, I had to happen to you. I'm oh. sorry you're ill. I'm sorry you're ill, but it just feels like I'm ill all the time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a Michelle. <laughs> I know you are. Love you are. We have Royal Community, a bumper packed VIP Royal Community Weekend happening, haven't we, Rach? We've got watch parties. We've got our monthly Zoom call. So if you are part of our VIP Royal Community, check your emails. We're super excited to talk to you over the next two days. And over the next five weeks, we will be hosting our watch party summer series. So join us over on Kofi, K-O-F-I, and yeah, get in on the action because it's going to be fun. Yeah, and the watch parties consist of one of the BBC documentaries we always talk about, which is The Princes and the Press. I know, and this is going to be part one and part two. So if you obviously can't make it this week, you'll definitely be on the part two episode for next week as well. I'm really excited to be hosting these. Some of these are very late in the evening, so Rach, you might not be part of it, you'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) but we're looking forward to it we have had some amazing reviews come through this week so thank you royal community for everybody who's reviewed our podcast so far if you haven't reviewed our podcast and you would like to please feel free you can do that on apple or spotify or most of the podcast apps you listen to i'm going to read a few out we've had mikey gg89 i'm a 32 year old lad that loves the rules and the history and watch everything royal it can feel lonely to find the same level of interest with my family of friends so it's nice to find two people with the same excitement as me i also watch a youtube channel which is really good thanks mikey (laughs) i have no social media as i'm on a break but would be nice to talk to everyone when i'm back on thank you ladies oh thank you so much mikey thank you so much mikey and we hope you're having a lovely summer whatever you're doing and enjoying your social media break because everyone needs that once in a while don't they oh gosh yes definitely kathy cuddle said i adore listening to you two royal ladies love the historic facts and love learning about the uk scotland and all the commonwealth countries you add comical stories of the happenings of the royals love 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 of your podcast when i land in london i'm coming to milton Keynes to have a tea with you two <laughs> lovely ladies to ta for now and carry on oh kathy you can come and have a tea anytime i'll show you around milton Keynes. there's not much to see but um... but we'll have some hobnobs for you kathy don't yeah. you worry <laughs> so honestly it means so much to us that you review and like what we do here so we just want to say a massive thank you for that We've had a bit of information royal-wise, so you know we can get straight to it. Have we got any royal news, Rachel? Are we just going into royal roundup? Let's just do a royal roundup for this week, I think. Let's start with Prince George. He celebrated his 10th birthday and Kensington Palace released a new photo of George taken at Windsor by photographer Millie Pilkington. And if you remember Royal Community, Millie Pilkington took the birthday photos of Charlotte and Louis as well this year. It wasn't taken by Catherine, was it? Yeah, it's a massive departure, isn't it, from what we're used to? But I liked it. He looks really grown up, as we're expecting. But he's 10. But he's a very tall 10-year-old, isn't he? Well, when I saw this, I was like, hello, tweenager. 
<laughs> he looks like yeah. such a teenager, doesn't he? he does. And also, the brown shoe shell, they survive another generation. <laughs> The brown suede shoes. <laughs> yes, they're coming back. Let's move to Prince William. It was announced that the Prince of Wales will travel to New York. I'm so excited about this. He's going to New York in September. All of our royal community in America, get on your glad rags. It's time to go and see <laughs> Prince William. Uh, he'll be attending the Earthshot Prize Innovation Summit where the 2023 finalists will be named. So that's always an interesting time, isn't it? And I like hearing about the finalists and then actually delving deep into their initiatives, how they're going to change it. Yeah, and I think it'll be exciting as well because as we know, it will the actual ceremony will be in Singapore this year. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen and if it'll be any different from what we saw in Boston. I know. So rural community in Singapore, we are hoping you're going to come strong with those pictures for us because we won't <laughs> be there. Uh, also, William has a new patronage. We heard about this week. It is the new Fleming Centre, which will tackle antimicrobial resistance. It is based in the hospital where his children were born, which is St. Mary's, and where Alexander Fleming first discovered penicillin. Rach, there were some statistics that came up from this video on the um, socials this week saying more people are becoming immune to antibiotics. And if the problem isn't fixed, it's said by 2050, drug resistant microbes will lead to around 10 million deaths a year. This is like the new ozone layer that we had in the 90s. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a it's going to be like a pending doom. But this is a big deal. Yeah, and I think as well, if you're on antibiotics constantly, you do become immune to them over time. And this is what this program is trying to combat, this charity is trying to combat. So it'll be interesting because on the official statement, it said William looks forward to working with them over the next five years. So this is obviously a long-term patronage for him. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes up from this because they're actually going to be creating a Fleming Centre. And from that, all of the brightest minds are going to come together and try and figure out this issue. So fingers crossed. Let's talk about Queen Camilla. She visited Great Yarmouth and explored the house of Black Beauty author Anna Sewell. Um, Yay! (laughs) Her Majesty met staff and volunteers of Red Wings Horse Sanctuary who care for ponies, donkeys and mules across the UK. Oh my gosh, Shell, did you see that cute photo of Camilla standing in between the two ponies? How cute were these? Oh, my two little Shetland ponies. I just wanted to hug them so much in all my life. And what was funny is how uh, much Camilla struggled with the umbrella to open it up as she (laughs) went through the door. That was so funny. The Black Beauty book is one of the books for me that was gifted by my auntie who's actually passed away now. And it always has pride of place in my library. And that book also started my love of horses. So it's got a lot to answer for, actually, Black Beauty. And I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even realise you could go to her house. Yeah, and Black Beauty is actually one of Camilla's favourite books. It will feature on the Queen's Reading Room later in this coming season. It makes me want to reread it, that and Little Women, because I had that from my auntie as well. But anyway, such a classic. (laughs) Such a classic. We then saw Camilla visit the jewellery brand Monica Vinader's Design Studios in Norfolk to give its founder and staff the Queen's Award for Enterprise in Sustainable Development. Now, Camilla said her granddaughters were very jealous and rather excited that she was visiting the headquarters and had given her a list of ideas for their first taste. <laughs> might as well. The designer's there. You might as well get some tips. You know, Grandma, can I have this necklace? I've seen this online. <laughs> I absolutely loved this because the brand Monica Vinader 
Lisa, is paving the way with sustainability because not only is it designing these amazing pieces of jewellery, but it's actually allowing you to trace the components that make up the jewellery from the designer to the end product. And you just don't get that when you're buying things in store. That transparency, I just absolutely love. So they won this award in 2022, didn't they? Yes, yeah, they did. But this was the time they was actually awarded with it. And also we have seen many of the royal ladies wear Monica Vinader. So, yeah. And we also actually saw Camilla sporting a new Monica Vinader necklace. Of course. <laughs> was it a gift? But they're not normally allowed to accept gifts, are they? So no. maybe she bought some money with her. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was inspired when she was there. Well, I like that piece. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the king in Lincolnshire this week where he went to Poacher's Cheese Farm. Now, we also know, Rach, that his Aston Martin runs on wine and cheese. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you never know. He might be in there, you know, scouting some uh, ends for his Aston Martin. <laughs> this dairy farm has been run by four generations of the same family since 19. 19- 18. I mean, that's a story in itself, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I liked watching the video of this because he was looking at the employees churning the cheese and (laughs) actually seeing it from start to finish. I think it's important, isn't it? We also then saw the King join World War II veterans to commemorate the 80th anniversary of Operation Chastise at the Battle of Britain Memorial Flight. Okay. Rach, I have to admit it. I cried watching this. Oh, did you see there was an old, like a really old veteran? And it was just, oh, he tried, he he stood up, didn't he? And I was like, oh, don't stand up. (laughs) I had tears in my eyes. That guy stood up like he's my king. I'm standing up. And what I kept thinking in my head was, the king greeted the guy to the right. And I was thinking, the guy's still standing. He can't sit down until you sit down. Charles, just sit down. <laughs> and did you see as well, there was a, a woman on the other side of him and she had her hand out for ages. She was trying Aww. to shake his hand, but he was in a conversation with the other man. It was so sweet. It was adorable. Yeah. yeah. And it's great as well that they're being recognised. And, you know, they were basically have an afternoon tea with the king what's not to love i know we also saw the king and the queen in wales this week as well they this is the first time they've been to wales since the coronation they went to the brecknog agricultural society's annual show and honestly rach i was in wales this week and my dad has been watching the royal welsh show on tv and it's just, that's all he had on. He was just watching livestock going around in a circle, getting a boat. I was going to say, Shell, what is the Royal Welsh show? What does it consist of? There's lots of different things, but it's basically where people bring all their livestock and you get like first, second and third for like the best bull, first, second and third for the best goat or whatever, right? It's got forestry events, horticulture, crafts, countryside, there's sports programs, carriage riding, there's shopping, there's food. There's also a massive sports arena. It's like a really big festival of agriculture farming it's also celebrating the welsh language the culture i've never been my dad has been and he absolutely loves it so if it's on tv he's going to be watching it right oh i love it Uh, they also went to the 160 brigade which is a regional army command for wales and they went to the brecon barracks where the king met members of the brigade and other welsh units honestly the turnout for them of children that have been out it must be like their last couple of days in school and they were like the king and the queen are there we're gonna go see hi but i know they're in the older years now but you just get that grandparent feel you know when they're around yeah. kids. it's so lovely it is really lovely isn't it 
We then saw the King and the Queen attend the 140th Sanjin and Flower Show. They toured food stores and this was so funny. Camilla spotted a pie. It was in the shape of the King's face, to which she said, it looks just like my husband. And then she called, she called him over and she went, darling, come here, come here. And the king came over and he had a laugh and he said, oh, it looks like something from Wallace and Gromit. To which she said, well, we'll issue in private. Oh, <laughs> oh my, this was just hilarious. And I just love this because I think we were getting like a real snapshot of their personality and them in their private lives of what they're like as a couple. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think I could watch a compilation of Camilla just calling the king over constantly. Like, Charles, <laughs> Charles, come and have a look Normally at it's him telling her to hurry up. Isn't hurry it? up. Hurry up, you know, we're late, hurry up. They also saw a floral display by Flowers from the Farm who contributed to the arrangements at Westminster Abbey for the coronation. Camilla actually said to the king, oh, we had these at the Abbey. So she obviously recognised them. And this is the last engagement before the summer break. So we probably won't see them now until September. Although, as we know, the king will still hold his private audiences. He has an audience with the prime minister every single week. That may be at Buckingham Palace. It could be at Windsor Castle. You never know. The prime Mm. minister could go to Balmoral to Sandringham. You just don't know. Exactly. We also saw the Princess Royal visiting HMS Albion in Scotland. Princess Anne met members of the ship's company and heard about the operational activities over the last year. Anne has been lady sponsor of HMS Albion since its launch in 2001. I love how posh that sounds. Lady sponsor. <laughs> Lady sponsor. And I was so shocked. She made the main social show. And the pictures were absolutely lovely of her. Yes. This is what we're talking about. I hope they're listening to us. I hope they're listening to the royal community over on Instagram. That royal account, we want to see all the royals. We want to see the Duke and Duchess of Gloucester. We want to see... Do you see what I mean? It's not just... Yeah. We love seeing the King and the Queen. We do. But if they're not going to give them their own social media channels, they have to at least include them. And talking about including them, we're going to talk about the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh. Let's talk about Sophie first. She was in Yorkshire at the Dre... I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Dreefield Show. My apologies if I haven't. She was making pizzas, awarding livestock, just as we mentioned before with the Royal Welsh Show. And Rach, oh my goodness, there was a picture of her... Award. I don't know whether they won the award, but there was a horse and a little kid and they were dressed up as Baby Shark. It was <laughs> honestly, it was the most adorable thing. I loved it. I have to admit, Royal Community, I totally missed this engagement because I've not been well. I haven't seen this, so... It sounds like a hoot show. <laughs> it does. She also met volunteers. And we've seen in recent years that Sophie's been supporting farmers and any kind of initiatives that promote fresh produce. And she's actually president of the Dryfields Agricultural Society. And this is the centenary of the Association of Shows. Now, this sounds like a load of blah, 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 but actually the Association of Shows is an organisation that represents the UK agricultural, equine, countryside, and horticultural events. So it is quite a big deal because they actually help put on these events that highlight the farmers and the growers. We've seen a lot of engagements like this with Sophie over the last few months, haven't we? We have, yeah. I think as well, the weather's been amazing and this is the time to have those shows as well. So yeah, I really like it. When I first started doing the podcast, Rach, I didn't 
think that Sophie, and maybe this is just me, but I didn't think Sophie would be into the whole countryside thing, but she totally is, isn't she? No, considering she comes from the PR world, maybe it's the years, all the years with the Queen's rubbed up on her. Yeah, definitely. And then we saw her in Aldershot Barracks. She was wearing a lovely red ensemble, right? You have to have a look when we finish the pod because I think red is her colour. She looked lovely. She was there as Colonel-in-Chief of the Corps of Electrical Mechanical Engineers and she became Colonel last year and unveiled a new 9-R-E-M-E flag, not a plaque, Rach, a flag for the battalion. Flag attack. (laughs) (laughs) And there was one engagement on the socials for the Duke of Edinburgh. He was at the University of Bath. He's the Chancellor of the University and he presided over the degree ceremonies. Rach, could you imagine going up for your degree and there's the Duke of Edinburgh, like saying congratulations. I think I'd be speechless. Nice. I mean, always nice to meet a royal. <laughs> always nice. I know. I know. And to finish off this week's episode of Royal Community, we have an update on Prince Harry's ongoing court cases. So Harry is to take legal action against the Sun's publishers over claims that it used illegal methods to gather information on him. This is a separate claim to the News of the World case where he gave evidence last month. While some of the other allegations will go to trial, the judge, Mr. Justice Fancourt, dismissed his phone hacking claims. Now, under the law, claimants have six years after a privacy breach in which to take action, and lawyers for newsgroup newspapers have argued that he waited too long to bring the claim to the court and said it should therefore be dismissed. The court previously heard Harry claim that there was a secret agreement between Buckingham Palace and newsgroup newspapers, which had prevented him from taking legal action sooner. Now, Royal Community, the judge then said emails between the palace and NGN suggested that there was at some time an understanding that the royal family's claims would be addressed informally at a later date, but that the vague and limited evidence provided by Harry's lawyers did not amount to the proof of Harry's specific claims. In this hearing, the judge said, The fact that Prince William did not bring a claim in 2012 does not indicate the existence of the secret agreement. He then went on to add, it is clear that the palace was very reluctant for senior members of the royal family to issue proceedings and attract publicity. It demonstrates that NGN was willing to settle with Prince William rather than become embroiled in litigation as it had with the Duke. Now, the judge ruled that there should be a trial around other alleged methods used to get information about Harry, and he identified in the ruling as blagging of confidential information from third parties and instructing private investigators to do these or other unlawful acts. This came out on Thursday yes. this week? Yeah, so, this came out yesterday. Yeah, and I think to be honest, and I Royal Community, I will be really honest with you, I get a bit confused as to which of the court <laughs> cases, and that, that's not me actually throwing shade at Harry at all it's there is just a lot of like NGN MGN this yeah I'm I'm thinking right which one is this and there is that rule about six years but maybe Prince Harry is actually saying well I would have done it sooner but we did have an agreement and I think that's what he's claiming isn't he yeah and I think as well what we've got to look at it from the other side is yes NGN did settle with William but was that in a sense them paying William off to keep it out of the zeitgeist of the public yeah but maybe William himself didn't want the whole rigmarole of what Harry's going through at the moment with all these ongoing court cases he was just like no let's just settle it and that bygones be bygones and now let's that be done but obviously Harry 
And he said this before, even in his hearing last month, it was him saying, no, this is wrong. I need to basically stand up for myself. And these people need to be brought for justice for the wrongdoings that they have done. Yeah, I understand why Prince William would have settled He has a lot on his plate as a future monarch. You know, he's heir apparent now, isn't he? So there's going to be a lot more scrutiny on him if he did have to go to court and he did have to prove those things. Because not only that, but there's extra stuff that gets dragged up in order to even put a case like that forward. As we know with Harry, look how much he was in the papers. We mentioned it on the podcast, didn't we? It seems to me like that didn't happen. And then he was left to only do it this way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think what's interesting about this is if the parts of the case that can go to trial, this will go until 2025. This is something obviously he's been working with these lawyers for a long time. But this could be ongoing for another five, 10 years, Shell, these cases that he has. From my understanding, though, the judge is saying he's throwing out certain parts of the case, but other parts of the case is allowed to stand. Yeah, and I think the whole point of this part of the case is what Harry has alleged possibly has happened, but we will never know because that part of the case has been thrown out because there's just not the evidence to support the claim. And that's hard, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's hard to get that evidence when either that it didn't happen because we can't actually say whether it did or not, or they're very good at covering up certain things, or that because it was a while ago, they don't have that data to hand. I mean, it's ballsy really on Harry's case that he was able to just go, yeah, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care how long it will take. This is important to me and I want to push this forward. So I think that speaks of the coverage of Prince Harry. But then also when you go to court, they're not going to care who you are. They're going to look at the facts and say, is this enough to create a case from this? Well, 50% is and 50% isn't. So like you said, it's going to possibly be ongoing until 2025. And who knows the outcome? That's it for this week's episode, Royal Community. Let us know over on Instagram your thoughts on any of the topics that we've discussed today, any of the engagements. As we always say, we love hearing your thoughts. And if you want to DM us a voice note and be part of any future episodes, then come over on Instagram and do that. Amazing. We have a YouTube channel, Keeping Up With The Windsors. So head on over there and watch us go to the palaces on our days out in London. And if you'd like to get in touch with Rachel and I, you can over on email, keepingupwiththewindsorspod at gmail.com. We would love it if you would share our podcasts and also if you could leave us a review, that would be absolutely fantastic. You can do that on Apple or Spotify or anywhere that you can leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget as well to get involved over on Spotify in the polls that Shell puts up. So Shell, we had a poll from last week's episode, didn't we? We did. We were talking about the Coronation Exhibition and I asked over on Spotify, will you be visiting the new Coronation Exhibition at Buckingham Palace? Now, 84% of you said I would if I was in London. So that's all our international (laughs) community. 11% said no and 4.5% said yes. So two people are going. Yay! Yay! (laughs) I know it's a long way for all of you. I know we've got lots of international listeners. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We will see you next week on Keeping Up With The Winters. Winters.